Hello and welcome to another episode of Joe Blogs About Films. Thank you so much again, as always, for clicking on this podcast. It really is super, super appreciated. This episode would have come to you a lot sooner had I not got COVID, uh, been isolating away and painfully, painfully hearing everyone's, everyone's amazing reviews and applauds for the brand new Top Gun film, which of course is what we're going to be talking about on this episode, Top Gun Maverick. I finally, finally been able to get out there into the into the wild and check out this um well this pretty pretty great film and and just to kind of give you a bit of background on my thoughts of Top Gun as like a whole or in general um I I don't mind the first one don't get me wrong like when I was growing up at school I we all had those films that were our go-to ones like for me example like say Jurassic Park or anything sci-fi anything like you know what I mean like the, the big ones as such of you know those kind of classic films that everyone was into Top Gun was obviously one of them and so many of uh, my like school friends as well were like big up on Top Gun so of course you know I've checked it out seen it before but I have no real no real like connection to it the same way that I would have with the likes of like Jaws or Jurassic Park or like X-Files you know what I mean something like that so like I appreciate for what it was and it's a, a great spectacle as the first film but it's not really one of those that I'm like in a rush to be like, oh my God, get it on. If you've never seen Top Gun before, let's get it watched. Like I think I love, you know, I enjoy Tom Cruise's films, but Top Gun is just one of those that, yeah, I, give or take, you know what I mean? So when they announced this this sequel was finally coming out like 35 years later, already for me, I'm a bit like, do you need a sequel? Especially when it's that long, like surely you should have done, should have done it when it was, you know, when Top Gun had not long come out, like late 80s kind of thing, do the sequel early 90s or something. Um... I, I have a weird thing when it comes to films that have been left for so long and then they they randomly do a sequel. I think that's just because of some of the ones we've had in the past, that, you know, in, in terms of that massive time gap, like 20-odd, 30 years or whatever. The only one that's jumping to mind is is the Independence Day sequel, um, which, <laughs> oh my God, that was bad. Um, but yeah, you know what I mean? So like when they start to do that, when studios start to think, hey, let's jump on the... The nostalgia vibe. I don't know. It's one of those. Just do it right, and it'll be great. Do it right, and this is what you end up with. Um, because Top Gun Maverick was uh, wow. Some of the, some of the spectacles in this were just absolutely incredible. Uh, I, I'm still kind of sat scratching my head at how they filmed so much of this film, or as much as they did, uh, especially those those jet sequences. And I cannot wait to kind of dive further into it. So. Before we do, obviously, I need to plug the fact that this podcast is available. I don't have to plug, but I'm going to plug that it's available on all your podcast streaming sites, uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, la-da-da, rss.com. Jump onto Facebook as well and search Joe Blogs About Films. Give us a like and a follow on there as well. Um, that too would be great. And and again, just a quick thank you to anyone who's reached out to have a chat about the, the podcast itself or my thoughts on particular films. It just really is great and I, I love it. So thank you ever so much. So yeah, Top Gun Maverick, the long-awaited sequel. I think fans have been dying for a sequel for so long, like eagerly anticipating, especially when you look at the the excess in the Mission Impossible films and the success of the Mission Impossible films as well that Tom Cruise just keeps whipping out. Like... It's amazing what they've done with the Mission Impossible films, just on a bit of a side note, in terms of they keep getting better and better. And it's clear that they've, that Cruise and Co. and everyone involved with that has taken what they've learned, their experiences, and they've really put it in to Top Gun Maverick. Because I was not expecting this film to be as good as what it Granted, obviously, yes, it's been out now for nearly, uh, probably a week, yeah, a week or so. Um, and all I've seen is high praise from fans, from friends, just absolutely completely in awe of this of this film so it kind of gathered that it was going to be mind-blowing in some level and it is just a very good film like i say it is great it's, it's not a 10 out of 10 for me we'll come to the scoreline a little bit later 
But just for the action sequences alone, just for how they've shot it in in that sense of you really do feel like you're in the cockpit of those jets, um, it's just it's just amazing. So I, I just you want to applaud it, like you know what I mean. Like if 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 we if we were living in America or whatever, or if this was if I was to see this, I, in fairness, I would have pretty much enjoyed to watch this with an American uh, cinema audience of just people just like cheering and and because you just want to you want to break out and be like, holy, like what on earth am I watching here? This is incredible um a very very impressive saying i think Cruz and, and everyone involved as i say have done amazing amazing work director joseph kaczynski who's not done too much work like in, in the sense of like on this on well i say on this scope he did do the tron uh the tron legacy film the the again long-awaited sequel to the tron film and then of course director sorry the oblivion film starring tom cruise they've worked together before but not, you know, I mean, no, not none of his films, even Tron Legacy, for all the you know fans that that love that as well. I don't think any of the films, other you know, that he's done in his in his back catalogue uh, that Kaczynski's done, are going to touch this. This is this is this is just something else. You know what I mean? This is ridiculously, ridiculously good. Um, from a I'd say from a filming standpoint, anyways, this is a real real feat um so the film revolves around test pilot captain pete maverick mitchell who's avoided career advancement in the last 35 years of flying he's brought back from the wilderness by old rival admiral tom iceman kazanski just a quick side note there great to see val kilmer on the big screen he is asked with teaching a team of elite flyers how to take out a uranium enrichment plant one of them callsign rooster has links to a tragedy in Maverick's past, and you know, if you've seen, you've seen Top Gun, you know, and if you've seen the trailers, in fact, I should say that you know straight away that obviously Rooster is the son of Goose uh, from the first one, and I think that that whole dynamic and relationship between with between Rooster and um, Maverick is just it, it's it's I think I was going to say it's believable, but every relationship in this is is believable because one of the things that I really dug about this film as well is that it's a massive film. But yet, it's not an overcomplicated story. It is just a straightforward guy coming in to train the best of the best aviators to go and tackle an impossible mission. It could have been called Mission Impossible Top Gun, in fairness, you know, <laughs> like because it's it's not a, it's not at all like grand in that sense. The grandness to echo of the film comes from those action set pieces, from the performances as well of these characters, because. I just found the character study in this. It is a character piece of Tom Cruise's Maverick, and that's why I think I. I enjoyed that again a lot more than probably the first one. I really like where we find Tom Cruise, obviously, just kind of not isolated, but he's he's really in a place where all he wants to do is just be in the air. That's where he belongs, that's what he wants to do. And and he's still dealing with that, the the kind of relationships he's dealt with, that he's had in the past, sorry, obviously, the, the loss of Goose, and then you've got the love interest portrayed by Jennifer Connelly. Why is internet as well only discovering Jennifer Connelly? It's like, have you never seen Labyrinth before? Like, what on earth is going on there? But she plays uh, the character Penny in this, and even that, like, with love, with any, like, uh, love interest, it, it can pull you out of the film a little bit, or just come across as unbelievable, or they have to throw in, like, a physical intimacy scene just to, I don't know, tick a box or something. But even with this, there's, like, none of that. They just talk, and it's nice. Like, it's so strange. I was like, it's, it is nice to have them just having these kind of conversations and crews, like opening up to this character as he would do in that certain circumstance, explaining, you know, why the relationship between him and Rooster is so uh, broken um, to start with. Obviously, taking aside the fact that, you know, his, 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 his dad died, um, there's a lot, there's there's more to that that, that that comes out. And again, I'm not going to go into spoiler territory, but I just, I felt that Miles Teller and Cruz 
are the, what, are probably the two best character, two best performers, as two Jennifer Connelly as well within this film. I thought that they really did, uh, really did a great job together, and, and and it was just it was really nice. So there's, I think as well on on with with just following on from those two together with Rooster and Maverick that. And and two penny as well for for that and and even throw in Val Kilmer as well with this that the emotional level of this film was something I wasn't expecting either. Like I say, it's a great character piece, and I feel that Tom Cruise on some on some level has delivered probably like the most emotional performance I think that I've seen in a long time. Like I, you know, usually you see, you see a Tom Cruise film, it's like where's the running sequence? And yes, there is a Tom Cruise running sequence in this film, but is there's always going to be? Let's be honest. I was like, where is it? Where? There it is. So yeah, you, you you look at Tom Cruise films. It's usually action. It's usually him running the stand. And, and yeah, that he does he does put a lot of you know effort and and he does he puts his heart and soul into his films, and you feel that massively in this as well. That there's the the, the passion is there as as too from Joseph Kaczynski as well, the the director. But the emotional level of this film was something I was not expecting at all. Like I I, fi- I figured yeah there'd be some from the trailer. You know the the you know there's there's Going to be boiling points where the fault, where even the team that he's training are going to start falling out, or there's going to be the, you know, like I said, that 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 broken dynamic of relationship between Rooster and Maverick, and how that will, you know, you, you can always sense it's probably going to flip on its head eventually. But it, it's nice to see these performances. It's it, even there's a sequence between Cruz and uh, Kilmer, and and I, I just thought it was just really strong, really powerful. And as I say, it's one of the better better cruise performances I would say that I've seen because when it comes to something like Top Gun you're not necessarily in it for the actual character piece the actual performances you some people just go to watch them purely on the jets purely on the action the explosions to do but there's more to it than that I will come to the jet sequences in a second don't worry I just wanted to kind of go over some of the things that I wasn't expecting to enjoy so much about this film one of them being is that emotional level now I've kind of teased enough about it and gone over just how amazing this looks but jesus christ jesus christ the uh the action sequence of this film are absolutely unbelievable unbelievable like you genuinely did feel like you were um flying that plane like you know what i mean like one of them as well where they've got cameras attached to it underneath the jets the sequences where it's like one of the jets will be behind another jet and the cameras at the bottom of uh, the, the the second jet sorry and you can see say like the wheels and and the jet in front and it's just stuff like that when you're like i've said jet a lot of words a lot of times there sorry but it's just stuff like that when you're like yeah, this is just unbelievable not only that as well but there's sequences like you've seen in the trailer where they're flying in between or under bridges flying so close to cliffs and such like that it's just you're in awe of it. Like, you genuinely, you're in awe of it. It is unbelievable. Obviously, because they've worked with the Navy as well, and everything in this film is real. Like, you can tell that as well. There might have been a couple of moments where they've had to put a little bit of CG in, but everything in this film is just breathtaking. And and, and, and I'm a, obviously, as many other fans as well, of films and such, prefer practical and, and obviously real takes, real effects, not, not you know, tinkered with, with... CGI and such, and this film is—it's got to be at least ninety-five percent all real, if not hundred, close to hundred, anyways, because it's just staggering, absolutely breathtaking. I said afterwards, I think the text a few friends saying it's blown my eyebrows off, like in the cinema, like this. The, the, everything about it was, uh, and it was intense as well. It wasn't just like flying for the sake of flying. Like I said, the mission that these 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 this team is on, that Cruz is obviously you know training up and. The team itself, obviously, obviously made up with Miles, uh, Miles Teller being one of them. There's Bashir Salahuddin as well. Uh, there's also Lewis Pullman, Jay Ellis in there, Glenn Powell as well as Hangman. You say it'd be another familiar face that you will, uh, 
you'll be familiar with as well. Uh, there's that uh, Monica Barbara as well as the as the as the character Phoenix. Uh, they're just so much to say. Just a great team as well. If I've missed anyone out of that team, apologies. But like I said, the the, the whole team. I didn't find because that's the thing as well with the new with any any film in a sequel where they bring it back from like I say a sequel from a film from years ago. Sorry, usually you're not too fond of the newbies. Do you know what I mean? Like it's 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 one of those where I guess well I say usually it depends if the film's good or not because a lot of the new characters let's say in the Independence Day sequel were absolutely awful. But then you look at the Star Wars trilogy, the the sequel trilogy. Granted, I know that's a bit of a a bit of a risky topic to go over, but I do think that the characters in that film were great. I say maybe in the Force Awakens and the, I don't know what they were doing with the rest of it, but you know what I mean. Like usually you're not too fun you want to you want to see your, your original characters and see you want all you want to see is tom cruise's maverick all you want to see is like i say val kilmer as well so you, you, know, you want to see these classic characters but you don't want to um it's, it's 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 rare then basically what i'm saying that you do end up really digging and appreciating like the newer you know younger cast kind of thing of, 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 a, of, a, of a sequel to such a big a big name but i thought everyone was really good in this um, and like I say, you cared about them enough that when they got in that cockpit and when they went off to do this mission, you wanted them to come back. You didn't want them to fail. You didn't want anyone to fail because like I said this mission was so it's such a, as I say, impossible mission. And you keep saying that like uh, miracle number one, miracle number two, three. You know what I mean? So this is such a high high stake mission that all you want is them to succeed. There is obviously like I said that the character Hangman, which is I say played by Glenn Powell. Yeah, he's the guy that you don't like. He's the guy that you know. Is, too ego, too like macho, whatever, and and thinking he's he's the, the the top dog, and you probably want him to out of everyone else not not succeed as much, but still you do care about everyone in this film, and that's why I I really think that they've gone in with very well on this, and and again credit to the writing staff and the team behind it because it's just absolutely yeah. It's it's a very very good film. Uh, one of the things I want to mention as well is that there's there's just some great callbacks to the eighties as well, like or at least nods to the original like a beat for beat opening title sequence it even sprinkled in a little bit of danger zone highway to the danger zone <laughs> ever since then all i've been singing is that song but that amazing intro opening title sequence even even the title cards i was like this is just i've stepped back in time what what, what day what year is this this is ridiculous um and there's also like um I made a note saying that Howard to the Danger Zone was the chef's kiss of that opening title sequence. Uh, but there's more 80s uh, homage as well. Completely, definitely looking. I'm looking at you, beach, uh, beach American football sequence or volleyball in the original kind of thing. It just all of that, like I said, the silhouettes of them playing in the sand with the sun and they say all these, you know, all, all the team just, you know, working together, coming together. That is, is, is what I would say, like I say, Top Gun, because Top Gun is, is, is about family. It's about, it's about competition. It's about sacrifice as well. And no one knows that more so than Maverick. He's given, you know, you say he's given up a lot, sacrificed a lot. He doesn't want to proceed. He wants, all he wants to do is fly. He doesn't want to keep going up the ranks to say he should be, a higher ranking than what he is, but he doesn't want that. And there's and there's more sacrifice within his character as well that in, involves some other characters. But again, this is spoiler free, so I'm not going to go into that too much. But there's a, there's a complexity with, with for Maverick, and there's a lot of like I say personal dilemmas that he's found himself in. But at the end of the day, all he wants is the best. Um, and yeah, I, I this kind of leads me very nicely to one of my like very very minor nitpicks of the film because John Hamm's in this as well. Um, he he brings another nice little shift to the to the dynamics and such. He's one of the people that's not against Cruiser's Maverick, but doesn't really see why a why obviously he's not been you know pulled up more ranks, or why it is that Iceman keeps covering for him, or just doesn't see it anyways. And it's just something that I found a bit of a bugbearer because I didn't understand why constantly everyone was like trying to undermine or belittle or just basically go against Maverick all the way through because. 
we know he's a good pilot. We've seen in the first one, he's pretty top-notch, you know what I mean? And I just couldn't get on with, like, this constant, I have no idea what they see in you, blah, 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 blah. It just went on for way too long. Um, even, like I said, with the, even with the training and such, like, surely you can see they're watching him train these pilots and they can see how good he actually is yet. All the way through, they were just like, oh, no, I don't like Maverick. It's like Maverick against the world. I just, it's the only thing that, and I get it, again, you could say, well, that's what Top Gun is, I say, competition, and people, like I said, Tom Cruise always kind of been, you know, that's Maverick, you know what I mean? But it just went on a little too too much for me during the film. It's the only, only nitpick that I have for the film because obviously it doesn't, you know, it's not all the way through, but I just, yeah, could have done without that. But still, overall, though, very good. Strong 8. 8 out of 10. Great film. Really wasn't expecting uh, to really enjoy this. It's a, it's a love letter to aviation, as Tom Cruise said, and you feel it. You definitely feel it. Say so the emotional level in this is great. The action is absolutely top notch. Ten out of ten for the actions. It would just if we're gonna if we're gonna review the film purely on its action sequences, cinematography, the way they actually did manage to film it, and Gordon Bennett, I've no idea how they did. It is a strong ten out of ten. Uh, but overall, it's gonna fit that. It's gonna bring it down just a little and give it uh, give it a very strong eight. Great film for twenty twenty two. Mad to think it was meant to come out in twenty twenty. I didn't even realize that, but still, there you go. Um, if you've not seen it yet, because I'm one of the probably one of the last few people to see it, do check it out. Even if you're not a massive Top Gun fan like myself, you will uh, you'll enjoy it. There's some great humour in there as well, sprinkled very nicely, not over the top, not too forceful. Some great one-liners in there as well. Um, that yeah had me chuckling a lot, and I felt that yeah there was a lot to really pick and, and enjoy with this. So. I'll leave it there before I start waffling, but thank you ever so much again. Thank you again for the patience of a new episode to be uploaded. It's been a, been a long wait to see this film, but I'm very happy that, uh, yeah, that I have done great stuff. Until next time, though, thank you, as always, for listening and supporting. I'll be back very soon, but until then, take care.